0: Alright, Avalanche fans, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever and wherever you may be listening, and thank you for joining the Locked On Avalanche Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, Chris Maselli, with another episode of the podcast dedicated to your Colorado Avalanche. And what do we have going on today? Big news coming out of Avalanche Land, which we will get into in just a couple minutes. Couple seconds, honestly. Uh, we are going to. I figured because this show's on Friday, and my intention for the week was to have all four sections of the movie bracket filled out. But the uh, you know the the power going out kind of put a uh, chink in the armor in that. So I'll do both. I'll, I'll I'll finish out the bracket, and then I'll do the final four on Monday. I'll leave you guys in suspense. Uh, until Monday, we I'll do the final four of the best movies. So two of them are already in there. And Karate Kid and Miracle. And then we'll do the other side of the bracket today. Uh, I got a question on Twitter. Uh, from fan of the show Eric, which we'll get to in a second. Talking about the season. And kind of like a, a deadline date that he brought up. And... What else we have? The Joe Sackick getting GM of the year seems like a, a shoe-in at this point, if they do the awards or whenever they do the awards. So we'll kind of discuss all that stuff. And yesterday, and I didn't get to this, but yesterday was a anniversary date that will live in infamy for Colorado Avalanche and Detroit Red Wing fans. And I think you all know what I'm talking about there. So I'll we'll kind of revisit that briefly. First things first, follow the show on social media over on Twitter, L-O-P-N underscore Avalanche. Follow on Instagram, search for Lockdown Avalanche. Send your questions, comments, concerns, opinions if you want to be on the Fandom Friday segment, which we are not doing today. We're just taking the week off from that. It's been a chaotic week. Uh, any of that stuff over to Locked Avalanche at gmail.com. So, uh, really quick news in Avalanche land. They signed TJ Tynan to a one-year deal. Uh, is that, you know, going to move mountains? No, but he, he's a excellent AHL player and they relied on him for a handful of games this season with all the injuries that the avalanche had. So having a player like that in your back pocket that, you know, you can bring up whenever you want, uh, and that'll hold his own. He's, he's not gonna, you know, score four points or anything in a game. If he does, it'll be, you know, uh, amazing to see. Um, but he holds his own. He's a little bit undersized. But tell that the guy's like, you know, Matt Zuccarello and stuff. So he, he, he's, he does what he's supposed to do. So uh, they signed him to a, a one-year deal. Moving on to the issue at hand that everybody seems to be talking about. This broke, as if this, this recording, uh, just a couple hours ago. And I had been saying, you know, when, when will it be that the first Avalanche player test positive for this coronavirus, and the thing about the answer to that question is, could have been a month from now, could have been two months from now, uh, could have been two weeks from when I was first talking about it, and that's about what we got outside of Ottawa. And I, I don't know if there's another team that's been listed. Doesn't really matter. But one of the first teams, like I said, outside of Ottawa is a Colorado Avalanche player. Has been tested positive. Now, it already seems like the player who has not been named, and you, you figure that they wouldn't name them, and it might be a very long time before the player's name comes out if that person wants their name to be released. In, in all reality, it doesn't really matter. But it's a player. It, it, it's a, a active roster player. On the Colorado Avalanche that has tested positive. The interesting thing is this person has already recovered from having the virus. So the Avalanche kind of waited it out to see you know, what would happen in totality before they said anything. Um, and here is... This is coming. This is kind of like their release. that They said the Colorado Avalanche were advised today that a player had tested positive for the COVID-19 virus. The player has been at home in isolation since the first symptoms appeared, has recovered, and is back to normal. The Avalanche have notified anyone who has had known close contact with the athlete. The health and safety of our players, staff, fans, and community remains our highest priority. The Avalanche organization will continue to work in conjunction with our medical staff and public health officials to do everything we can to help the Avalanche community remain safe, healthy during this time. So the question I have is, I don't know if this is a typo, uh, but this is on the Colorado Avalanche page. The first line is, The Colorado Avalanche were advised today that a player had tested positive for COVID-19. And then they go on to say how the player has been at home in isolation. So the Avalanche didn't know until today or yesterday now. That this player had it, but they went through the whole procedure of kind of going through the sickness and and, and getting better. That's confusing to me. Uh, I'm surprised. But why weren't the Avalanche notified kind of right away? Did this player just not want to, to go tell anybody? Did he just self-quarantine himself and not say anything to anybody? It's a little confusing, the wording of that. Because if the Avalanche were told... Like I'm, this this came out on the twenty sixth on Thursday. If they were told that day, how did they? And then they've notified anyone who has been close contact with that athlete. How would they know that in the short amount of time if they were told at noon yesterday? This was released at four thirty. How in four and a half hours did you go and tell everybody? I hope they did. I'm not trying to accuse them of of this is wrong or anything. And maybe the wording is wrong. But it's just a little odd that says they were advised today and this person is already better. You would think that if it's a player that's on the Colorado or it is a player that's on the Colorado Avalanche, the franchise would know about it. So that's a little odd. Maybe we'll get some more information as you know the day goes on or the weekend goes on. Uh, but it it's it's got them now the question comes out. Um, you know they I fully believe they have con- notified and contacted anybody that has close contact with them. Have you notified all of them? That's maybe an impossibility. Uh, I'm sure you've notified as many as possible, but does this start a chain reaction? Everything about this is a chain reaction. Right from when the the NBA shut it down, that was when you saw all these other sports shutting down their seasons and everything that came with it. Uh, even for the NBA, the, the first player that tested positive was a Jazz player, and then another Jazz player tested positive for it. And I don't, I could be wrong on this, but I thought a third one did. I I think there was only two. It could be wrong, but it doesn't matter. At least I know there was at least one more. Is this started a chain reaction of Colorado Avalanche fans? Is there another person right now quarantining themselves because they know that they haven't and we haven't heard that yet? Because if we didn't hear this till the very end. Does that mean somebody else or a couple other players are now going through the process of getting this virus out of their system? It came out earlier in the week that the, when the Avalanche played in San Jose, that was right at the beginning of when this thing was coming over here. And and I even talked about that on the show. that They were considering playing that game to an empty arena. Of course, it didn't happen. So is that when this person got it? We have no idea. I don't think you're ever going to know the answer to that because this thing spread so quickly. Could have gotten from California to Denver, you know, within a day. So this person could have contacted it anywhere. So it's kind of a scary time right now for the Colorado Avalanche and their players, especially coupled with that staff member who had it, who worked in the concession. So it has hit the Colorado Avalanche family multiple times now. And I'm just worried that this could kind of have a domino effect on other players. And what does this mean for for the the season? you know we we haven't had a lot of hockey players coming out saying that they've contracted this uh, but we are we are starting to see just across the country more and more people coming out saying that they have tested positive for it because now the tests are out there. It seems like athletes have been able to get the tests a little bit quicker. Is That's a stature thing. I don't know, that's a whole other conversation. Uh, But are we going to start seeing now over the next week? They said this week was going to be the worst week ever and it absolutely has. So what does next week bring? More of the same, an increase? I don't think it's gonna be a decrease, but it could be an increase. And does that increase include more Colorado Avalanche players? It's good to know that this player has recovered. Uh, but did they pass it on to other players in the process of them having it? Because we don't know when they All right, so Eric Jensen, who was on our Fandom Friday segment just a couple short weeks ago, uh, and it was a great Fan Friday. Go back and listen to that. Eric is a hilarious guy, and I can't wait to have him back on the show again. Uh, he asked me on, on Twitter. He said his dad and him are becoming increasingly concerned that the NHL might just cancel the whole season if we aren't able to play hockey by June 15th, and any thoughts on that? So it seems like June 15th is a date that that he has set. Um, and if, Eric, if you want to go back to Wednesday's show, uh, I think it was Wednesday's show. I kind of talked about, like, the player's have and I have have given a kind of like a an outline of how they would want to play out the rest of the season. I don't really like it, uh, but if the players are for it, then you know, then they're for it. it 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 kind of spells out basically having one month off before they jump right back into another season, which would start in November. So everything would get pushed back. Uh, they would get the entire season in. They wouldn't start it till July. Uh, July and August. August and September would be the playoffs. And then October would be your off season, And then you would start the next season in November. Uh, if they were able to get it in by June, if they started it by June 15, that would back up their timeline, which would just give everybody a little bit more time, a little bit more breathing room. Uh, maybe you get, Another two weeks, maybe three, depending on when you wanted to start the players' proposal um, in July. Because I don't, I don't know the exact date in July when they said they wanted to start it, but it was it was in July. So, uh, say you gain another two to three weeks in that very shortened off season, that only helps people. Um, but I, I like that date that he throws out of June fifteenth uh, to get back on the ice. Uh, if so I would have to say, if you can't figure all this stuff out by June first, because you because you have to put, and I said it in, in that in that show, that uh, everybody in in hockey world is talking to the arenas and seeing what their schedules are like and how that they're gonna figure out the schedules and work around what's already booked at these things. But are the things that are booked there canceled too? If they're canceled, then they have you know free reign to use the arena. As they see fit, maybe if they have to get basketball back involved, they can work all those logistics out. Uh, but I would say by, by the date that Eric threw out in June 15, which I like that date, that makes me feel a little bit better. Uh, you would have to get all this stuff figured out pretty much by June 1st. So you have two weeks to throw the information to the players, have them all come home because you've let them go back to their country if it's safe for them to go back to their country. Uh, and get everything all situated so you can hit the ice running by June 15th. Uh, I, I think that's a good date. I think that's a, a, a fair amount of time. Uh, I, I, I just don't, and I've said it many times before, I don't like that proposal just because the end of next season is is going to be, they're going to be dog tired. Having one month off is not good. Yeah, the time they have off is, right now is time that they have off. I, I get that. Uh, but you're basically playing almost a year straight of, of you know meaningful hockey. That's tough. That, that, that's tough no matter who you are. Um, I think uh, that's a good date, right smack in the middle of June, to say, hey, if we can't get it done by then, just let's move on. And I know nobody wants to do that. Nobody in the NHL wants to just throw their hands up and say, especially at this point. We're still in March. Coming up on April, though. Um, nobody, wants to, nobody wants to just throw their hands up and say, all right, we're canceling it. I don't think they would say that right now. But what is the date where they have to do that? It's not going to be in April. The AHL has said they are not playing in April. Uh, they are They are backed up until at least May. I think they said that a couple days ago. NHL has not said that. NHL is just kind of sticking with their suspended season up until foreseeable future. Pretty much everybody has been saying that. Basketball, baseball. We got the Olympics pushed back for a year now. Football has yet to say anything, although they don't really need to right now because if you know, football starts in you know, if excluding the preseason. If you don't get a preseason and you don't get a preseason in. Regular season starts, what, first week in September, second week in September? So there's no need for them to say anything because if hockey is going to play into September, then clearly the NFL could get their season started too. So, but what is the, the date where you just say, we can't do this? And I know hockey is holding out till that very last date. Is it June 1st? I don't think it's May 1st. I think they'll I think they'll try to r- ride this thing out and figure something out without having anything played in April or May. But when you get into June, you're going to have to start figuring that stuff out. And I had said I watched the Colorado Avalanche. It was Colorado Avalanche Day on the NHL Network, and I said on yesterday's show, having watched that, uh, I want... I want them to do anything they possibly can to get playoff hockey in. Especially because the Avalanche are going to be in those playoff hockey games. But we got to be realistic here about some things. So it's it's not getting better. I think yesterday was the worst day in terms of deaths for this thing. Uh, So we can only speculate. But what Eric brings up is I I think that's, uh, I would agree with that date. As June 15th, if you're not back on the ice by June 15th, I guess you could still make it work somehow. But now you're really cramming everything in. Uh, and and I just don't think it's it's going to be good hockey when all is said and done. So what do you think? Eric says June 15th. I kind of agree with him. you guys agree or disagree? Or do you think they should just, no matter when they can get the season in, Get the season in and figure out next season whenever you can. It's an interesting conversation. All right. I know I said uh, I was going to talk about Joe Sackick and the GM thing, but I'm not going to have time for that today. So I'll kind of bring that up next week because I want to get in the final remaining brackets of the South and Midwest For the sports movie bracket going on. So in the east. Like I said number five miracle. Is in the final four. And in the west. It's number three karate kid. Because I grew up on that movie. And I don't care what you say. So we'll start in the south. we get the South, south. And the midwest done. And once again I have not gone through these. These are not preemptive. These are off the cuff as I'm seeing them. So. Number one seed against 16, Remember the Titans, number one, against North Dallas, 40. I've actually never seen North Dallas, 40. I've heard that's a really good movie. Uh, It's a really good football movie, and I want to see it. Um, But I don't think, even if I had seen it, it would beat Remember the Titans. So Remember the Titans would move on. Oh Man, this is a good one. Eight versus nine, Slapshot versus Moneyball. Slapshot's moving on, but I really liked Moneyball. I thought that was a really, really good movie. Uh... Brad Pitt was, like, perfect in that movie. He's the perfect person to play Billy Bean. Uh, Just a fun movie, which kind of set the tone for how a lot of teams use their GMs these days. But Slapshot is (laughs) Slapshot, and you're not going to beat Slapshot. Five, The Rookie against 12 Seabiscuit. Wow, I think Seabiscuit, that's low. I love that movie. And I thought The Rookie was good, uh, but it was a little too... Disney for me. I know it's based on a true story, but I thought Seabiscuit was a phenomenal movie. So Seabiscuit's going to get the upset there. 12 over 5. Uh, Tin Cup, number 4 against 13 Semi-Pro. My Will Ferrell rule, and I just thought Tim Cup was an okay movie. Uh, and Semi-Pro is a freaking classic. So Semi-Pro gets the upset there. 13 over 4. Moving on. Rocky three versus the uh, the longest yard, the new one, the the Adam Sandler movie. Um, Rocky three was the Mr T, Rocky, um, and the longest yard was okay. So Rocky three will move on. Bull Durham versus forty two, Jackie Robinson. That's a three versus fourteen. I on, I only see I've only seen a little bit of that forty two movie. I haven't seen all of it, but Bull Durham's a really Great classic baseball movie. So that's moving on. Seven verse ten. Dodgeball versus the Mighty Ducks. Mm. Let's get real. The Mighty Ducks is kind of like a, a classic movie, but for all the wrong reasons. Uh, and Dodgeball is kind of a classic movie for all the wrong reasons. So this is a really good matchup. It's two kind of like goofy movies about it their respective sport. Man, that's a tough one, but I think I have to go with Mighty Ducks on that. And not just because this is a hockey podcast. I think just has more goofy classicness than Dodgeball does. Uh, And then number two, verse 15, this isn't even a question. The Sandlot over Necessary Roughness. Although I liked Necessary Roughness. I thought that was a pretty funny movie. Sandlot easily is moving on. So we have Remember the Titans versus Slapshot. And mm, that's good, but Slapshot will definitely move on. So number one, remember the Titans out in the second round over Slapshot. Sea Biscuit over semi pro. My rule is Will Ferrell only has to move on from the first round. And I think that's going to hold true because I really like Seabiscuit. So Sea Biscuit's going to move on. So that'll be Sea Biscuit versus Slapshot. And then we have Rocky three versus the Mighty Ducks. And again, Rocky 3 was not one of my favorites. And even though this is kind of like a weak matchup to me, so I think I'll let the upset go. And um, no, I'm sorry. I, I had that wrong. So it's Rocky 3 versus Bull Durham. And Bull Durham will move on. And then it is the Mighty Ducks versus Sandlot. And the Sandlot easily moves on. So it's the Sandlot versus Rocky 3. That's Sandlot all day. And then it's Slapshot versus Seabiscuit. And Slapshot will move on. But the Sandlot will beat Slapshot to get into the final four. So my final four so far is Miracle, The Karate Kid, and The Sandlot. So I have a hockey movie, a karate movie, and a baseball movie. Let's move on to the Midwest here and see what our final... Final four movie will be number one. Field of Dreams over sixteen. Eight Men Out. Eight Men Out is an excellent, excellent baseball movie. I'm surprised it's a sixteen because I think almost any other seed that one might win. But Field of Dreams is one of the all time greatest baseball movies. So that will move on. Uh, eight verse nine. Creed over Major League Two. I didn't like Major League Two at all. Creed moves on easy. Number five. Oh, why do they have to do this? Rocky 4, which is the best Rocky, is a number 5 going up against number uh, number 12, Basketball, and anything South Park related I'm in love with. Oh, I was waiting for Rocky 4 this entire time, and that's what they put it up against. But Rocky 4 has to move on. Because Basketball is goofy, but it was awesome. Uh, anything... Matt Stone and Trey Parker do is classic to me, but oh god, I can't, I was waiting for Rocky Four this entire time, and that's what they put it up against. These people know what they're doing. All right, but Rocky Four has got to move on. Number four, A League of Their Own against Thirteen Foxcatcher. That's another tough matchup. Wow, this is a tough division here. But A League of Their Own, I think my wife would would kill me if I didn't have that move on. Move on. That is just a great movie. I love. Foxcatcher, though. So I'm sorry, Foxcatcher, but A League of Their Own has to move on. The Fighter vs. The Warrior. Darren Aronofsky is one of my favorite directors. Uh, The Fighter moves on easily. Friday Night Lights vs. Glory Road. That is Friday Night Lights. Happy Gilmore vs. Varsity Blues. Easily Happy Gilmore. I I grew up on those early, stupid Adam Sandler movies. Uh, Happy Gilmore moves on. And then number two, Rudy... Over Blue Chips and Blue Chips, man, when that movie came out, that movie was hot. Amphryn Hardaway and Shaq and Bobby Hurley playing for the Indiana Hoosiers in that game. Uh, that's a great movie, but Rudy is just too classic. So Rudy's moving on. So we got Field of Dreams against Creed. That is Field of Dreams. Rocky Four against League of Their Own. Oh my God. They're really killing me with this Rocky Four, but I think a League of Their Own moves on there. I. Th- I a League of Their Own whenever it's on I can completely just leave it on and what it's just a fantastic movie The Fighter and Friday Night Lights The Fighter moves on there that's a 6 over a 3 Happy Gilmore and Rudy Rudy is going to move on that one so we got Field of Dreams and A League of Their Own two great baseball movies I'm going to come back to that one what's my other one here I got The Fighter and Rudy Oh boy Um, I think Rudy has to move on there. Yeah, over the fighter. Man, yeah, Rudy's got to move on. And then I got Field of Dreams. (sighs) Field of Dreams or League of Their Own. I I gotta go. Oh, my God, that is tough. That is tough. I probably should have looked this over because then I can have my wife help me but I th- oh man all right I'm going field of dreams no I'm not I'm change- I'm crossing that out and I'm putting a league of their own to support Tom Hanks and his what he's going through with coronavirus I'm going league of their own so league of their own and Rudy this is the toughest bracket they saved the best for last Rudy and a league of their own I hate doing it this way because I already have a baseball movie in the Sandlot. I'm going to put Rudy in. So I have Miracle, Hockey Movie, Karate Kid, Karate Movie, The Sandlot, Baseball Movie, and Rudy as my final four. So it will be Miracle against Karate Kid and The Sandlot versus Rudy. We'll see how this will play out on Monday. What do you think? What did I get wrong? What did I get right? What are you yelling at your car radios about? I I should have picked this one over that one. Let me know. Send in an email. LockdownAvalanche at gmail.com or get a hold of me through social media platforms. That's going to do it for this week. And uh, we'll come back strong next week, see what we got going on. If there's any news that's good. I am not anticipating that, but we will see. But that is going to wrap up this week for the Locked On Avalanche podcast. And as always, definitely check out the Locked On NHL podcast. Anything that is breaking news, you can get it right from the horse's mouth over at lockedonnhl.com. Actually, it's Locked On NHL. I don't think it's a .com. I think it's just Locked On Locked On NHL. Whatever it is, find it, listen to it. It's a great show. All right, guys. Have a good weekend. See you Monday. Here's Joby. Go, Abs, go!